We should watch a watch a show or something. Yeah. I'm down. I don't have a vlog ready for tomorrow. Is that going to be a problem? Mm, no. Okay. I mean, we have a IEP. Yeah. And we have to go to Sam's Club because you didn't want to go today. Okay, I'll make it work. <laughs> I can go to Sam's Club by myself. Sounds like a good idea. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. From a.m. to p.m. Glad that you're here. What are we talking about? We're talking about how we failed parenting with Isaiah. Dun, dun, dun. I think it's a good, that's a good topic. Yeah. It actually kind of falls in place with what I did tonight for the senior parent meeting. How so? Explain. Um, because the guidance counselor was talking about how universities and colleges have actually told them to let students fail. Um, we don't have to be 100% on their butts all the time because when they get to the university level, then they do fail for the first time and they struggle and then they have a lot more dropout rate. Because they don't know how to react to it. That makes sense. Yeah, they're like, oh, I don't know what to do now that I failed my first class ever. Not that we need to go to that extreme, but, you know, just letting letting them make mistakes because that way they have people around them that can protect them right now. Where at the university level, you don't necessarily have those same people. Well, and I want to, so I want to start this off by saying like, this is an advice for other parents. This isn't like us telling you, you know, what you do or don't need to do with your kid. Like, right. This is just our experience and, you know, take it for, for what it is, I guess. But so the whole story is, you know, Isaiah has been in gifted classes since sixth grade. Well, seventh since grade, third grade. He, oh, that's right. That's yeah. when he was tested. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so his, um, yeah, that's right. Cause his middle school, I forgot his middle school. They went to, um, his elementary school. It was, it was a pullout program. So that's what I meant to say. His elementary school, they, they pulled the kids out of class, uh, one day a week right? and went to a gifted class at another school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then middle school, he was in a magnet school. So a magnet school here is, um, it's a focused education. Right. So they may have an you may have an arts one or uh, well Darnell Cookman's like medical medical yeah we so have like video game I don't think it's really video it's game, not no it's technology okay yeah, yeah. they they it like was all video build games. robots and stuff <laughs> um the nerd school I think so that then you have awesome. Isaiah's school who's gifted and academically talented right generally gifted and academically talented so he went to that middle school and it and it was a choice he made you know we. Yeah. Like, we cautiously... Now, the middle school was no question. Like, that's where he was going. He's always top of the class in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Like, middle school was like, yeah, going to the gifted track. A little bit of struggle in middle school. All of a sudden, yeah, you're not seventh grade top of the heat. struggle. Yeah. yeah. Cause, and I, I think a lot of kids do that. Like, they get into an accelerated track, and all of a sudden, they're, they're not the best in the class. They're the norm. They're right. the average kids. And it's, I think that's hard, but I think it's good that he went through that at that point. Yeah. For, well, a big problem is he went through that for like five years. Yeah. And, you know, seventh grade, then eighth grade. Um, and it was, that's when it got hard. That's when, <laughs> that's when I felt like um, some kind of karma 
payback uh, <laughs> for what my parents went through with me, um, without a doubt, because I was I hated school. I was a solid C student, and he wasn't as interested in it. Right. And then socialization came into play. He's super social. Video games. Yeah. You know, all the distractions the from meme, school. The meme that's the little boy or girl or whatever, and it says, my teacher moved me today for talking. What she doesn't know is I don't meet a stranger or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, that's Isaiah. Oh, my gosh. It's so Isaiah. Yeah. Every report I think card. every single report card, even in high school, from like, First grade on has always had the N code, which is too much talking in class. <laughs> Granted, you know, this weakness of Isaiah's is his strength. It is. You know, he is so personable, even with the anxiety that he struggles with. Like, mm -hmm. he can talk to literally anyone. Yeah. Except for ordering fast food or something like that. Well, that, and I honestly, like, and something that I've always talked about with his teachers and they've agreed, is that I feel like school is an outlet for him. Yeah. It's where he can just be a kid versus being a third caregiver. And whether you are you have a special needs child or not, like it's not like we're like, okay, Isaiah, you're a third caregiver. It just kind of goes with the territory. And we know, but okay, so during our parent-teacher conferences where we brought that up, we never presented that as like, an excuse. And, right. It was never like, okay, you know, you got to give them a little little bit of... Right. B because everyone has stuff they're going through. We just, you know, we just want people to to be empathetic of others and understand. Maybe understand where he's coming from. Well, and I think, I know the teachers have always appreciated, like, knowing their kids. Because so yeah. many times, you don't know what the kids are dealing with in home life. Right. Um, and, you know, I remember Isaiah going to school and telling him that his sister ate his homework. Like, can you imagine... The teacher, yeah. like, come on, kid. A dog, maybe. No, my sister. And we're like, yeah, she has pica diagnosis, and her thing for right now is paper. Yes. <laughs> Remember well, when she oh, did a paper yeah. thing? Shredding it It was a reinforcer, like, to let her play with paper. Not eat it, but let her play with right. it. So, and then Isaiah's an overly positive kid, so the teacher would be like, oh, yeah, he's mentioned that he has a sister with autism, whatever. Uh, but he's always going to talk about her in a positive light. Right. He, especially in front of other people, you know, um, non-family members, it's going to be always positive. And he's just a positive kid anyway, so it's hard to get a negative word out of him about his sister. He loves his sister. He so. does. And I remember in third grade, um, they had a girl who was in a wheelchair, and they paired Isaiah and her up together for him to, like, be her assistant almost. Right. And it was just to kind of help her, like, get through doors and the hallways and, like, carry her backpack. And I actually went to the teacher and I was like, just so you know, this is a little background on him. Because I didn't want him to feel like, great, now I'm coming to school and right. I have to be a caregiver here, too. That was our concern. Right. And what are you doing, Maverick? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be on the podcast. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was a wrongly placed concern. It was. And she's like, well, I'm thank you for letting me know. Isaiah already told me. And she, like, made it a point to make sure he was okay with doing yeah. it. And Isaiah actually talked to us about it because we were like, no, no, you know, give him a break, you yeah. know, from from caregiving. And, and he's like, no, I, you know, it's... It just comes natural. Yeah. So, moving forward, you know, there were, there were papers. You know, that there's moments that I'm not proud of. There were papers that had to be written. There were 
assignments that had to be done. There were, you know, forgotten things at home that needed to be turned in that moment. And we never allowed him to fail. Um, not once that I can think of. Yeah. You know, if, if, uh, a paper had to be done and he hadn't done it and, you know, after all the fussing and punishment and everything like that, I'd, I'd still help him write it, you know, and, and it, so we went through that and, and the kid never, never, never failed. You know, we, Priscilla would drive all the way across town. I mean, all the time, all the time to bring that kid. Like there are times I don't even know about, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. You always have secrets from dad. (laughs) (laughs) Every family does. Um, you know, because, because she knew I would, you know, be hard on him about it. And it's like, but we just, we never, but both of us are guilty of never allowing him to fail. So that, that sounds like super loving parents, obviously. But what it does, Maverick, go, go lay down, buddy. What are you doing? He's trying to jump in her lap. So it's, the podcast. it's dinner time. Isn't he, I, I thought Isaiah was feeding him. No. Oh. That's why. He's, okay. he's like, he's mom, freaking out. mom, it's 10 o'clock. Um, you know, both of us are guilty of it, for sure. But it just, so this has set him up. Um in the future. Asa's super stressed about Isaiah going off to school and not being prepared, I think. I am. I'm I'm very, very stressed. I mean, so the kid I can't think, even remember to feed the dog. So. I think you should go to some of these meetings that I go to, and you'll see, like, even the um, guidance counselor today, she's like, you know, colleges ask about this or they ask about that, and it's not just about grades, and it's about um, common sense. She's like, that we need to work on. <laughs> With this entire group. So I'm like, see, it's not just Isaiah. Like he's very, and I I feel like you don't remember being in high school. Because this is, and I'm a girl, but I remember being like not near as bad as boys are. So I went to college. I went to college out of high school. Yeah. And if I'd have stayed in college, I'd have failed miserably. I was not prepared to go to college. I had no tools. I don't think I ever talked to a guidance counselor. See, but he has. And I think right. that the school he's at, they've set them up to where that he won't fail it. And I'm not college. I'm not like discrediting him or saying like, oh, he's gonna fail. Like I'm I'm just worried, you know. I'm worried because we have he hasn't felt that pain. To be oh honest. Oh my gosh, you're not gonna let your kid feel that kind of pain. Uh, you're like no. Lesson learned. Yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, no. I failed when I was a kid. Like what? Like my parents would have never let me do that. What yeah. parents do that? What do you mean? That's mean. No, that's our child. That's our generation. Our what? generation had kids that actually failed at things that actually didn't get bailed out every time something bad happened. Nah, he'll be okay. So Priscilla and I come from two different upbringings totally and but it but it has put us in the same place so priscilla's parents didn't allow her to fail either they bail you out of anything yep my parents did allow me to fail um i had you know a few times in my life where um you know and i I would never like my parents are amazing on both sides i i you know my dad's a fantastic dad my mom is just the best ever you know i've i mean they're just they're fantastic um, but we're both blessed yeah. with you never hardly ever see like divorced families right. that have two sets, four sets of amazing parents. We are very blessed with that. Yeah. 
but I, I just, you know, there were, there were times in my childhood that, that nobody was really there. My dad worked out of town and my ex stepmom wasn't a great person. So but I have to know, like, what did they let you fail at? I mean, I went to jail. I was arrested. I didn't go to jail. I was arrested. Yeah. So that happened when I was a kid. But you your know? parents didn't let that happen. That was just a mean stepmom. No, no, no. But, you know, I got into those situations is what I'm saying. Oh. You know what I mean? I, I There was no, like... Well, there is going to be no jail happening in our house for that to be an opportunity. Still <laughs> is looking at me like, how does this correlate? Well, you know, it's it's. I'm like, oh, we're not. We don't even edit, so I can't <laughs> say what I really want to say. <laughs> no, but 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 seriously, like, okay, could you imagine little Priscilla getting arrested? No. Right. So that's what I'm saying. We had totally different different childhoods. But I remember when but I was... But we both ended up at the same spot. But I remember when I was in like fifth grade and my mom said, if you don't stop this, I'm going to take you to jail. And so she took me to jail and they showed me the kids doing customer service and they were like, "If you have two paths. And if you go down the wrong path, you're going to end up like these kids doing community service. Well, that just whipped me right into shape. So that's kind of letting me fail. What were you doing that she said? If you well, don't. I just wasn't be. I wasn't listening. Like I had a bad no child attitude. has ever gone to jail for having a bad attitude. Well, I just it was like I was adamant. Like okay. she would tell me not to be somewhere, and I would go there anyway. You were naive. I actually was put in the back of a cop car. There's a difference. <laughs> I can't help it that you're more of a hellion than I am. It doesn't mean my parents didn't anyway, let me fail. Anyway, my point of the whole thing is I was allowed to fail. And, and you know, it's not like a psychological thing. I'm not, I'm not like, oh, you know, I never want that. But I, I wanted to protect my kid. Like, I, you know, every, every dad hopes that his son grows up to be a better man than he is. You know? Right. I think Isaiah's on track for that, no doubt. Like, yeah. he's just, he's going to be... He's a fantastic kid, and he's going to be a, he's going to be a better man than me. I have no doubt, but I also don't want him to struggle in the areas that I struggled in because him and I have the same brain. You know, we have the same the, well, the he's same doing issues good so far because he hasn't gotten in the back of a cop car. Shut up. So and, just you know, <laughs> it was just bad decisions. I was <laughs> I was a kid, like a kid kid. Um, I don't, I was like twelve or thirteen, I think. Anyway, so everybody's gonna be like, "Why'd you go to jail?" Um, that's that's not. It's not important. It involves other people that I don't want to. Anyway, it, it doesn't involve. It does sort of. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So what? Nothing. I'm just I, you and I are at such different places with this right now. Like I am not stressed about Isaiah like going off to college and like I don't. Are you you're not stressed about him going off to college? What are you stressed about? Everything else that life throws at you when you're not under um, the 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 protective aura of we have, coming we home have every cell night. Phones. He can call me any time of but the day. But we're not going to be tracking his cell phone once he moves no, no, out. He can call me. Like I remember when I was at college and my whole duffel bag because I went to military college got stolen, and so I called my mom at like two a.m. because we were out drinking underage and it got stolen. And I was like, I don't have anything. I don't have any uniforms. I don't have anything. And my mom was probably like, see, she wasn't ready. So you could have gone to jail. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. My parents were a little more like, you know, you want to do what you want to find. Do what you want to do. Enjoy the real world. 
And yeah, that's so not what we're going to be doing. Right. Well, and that's, I, I'm not saying that's what we are doing. <laughs> I'm saying that our different paths, I don't feel like you're listening to me at all. Are your headphones working? <laughs> our different paths have led us to the same place where yes. we're like very much helicopter parents. We're very much like, you know, checking your grades every night. And it's like, and, and it's, I know it's super annoying for him. Um, it's absolutely necessary though in, in past years. Yeah, it was. Um, because he just, he would slip so quickly with that kind of thing. Um, you know, that those really, those short little, you know, the feedback that he would get from playing video games instead of doing homework, it was short-lived, but he liked it. So but he would I do that think, instead. even though we say we failed at parenting, I'm going to call it a success because we have not done all of that this year. We've... We are not helicopter parents. We're Sweetheart, on the ground. It's the first semester of We're senior on, year. Yeah, and I haven't checked grades That's, one This time. is no different than him last year going, I'm doing better now. I'm like, it's been a week. Like, you, we can't say, oh, yeah, we conquered this. <laughs> I don't he's, I don't want to call it too early here. He's done not for, On his account. I'm talking about our on our account. He's done everything he's supposed to do. He is so far ahead of, like, where he needs to be for college applications. So do you think that we just bugged him into submission? Is that what happened? No, I think he's like, you know what? I get the, I get the freedom this year as long as I keep doing what I need to do. But that's what I'm saying. It's so easy for kids to to get those those little satisfying moments of, you know, going on TikTok instead of doing your homework because it's like, oh, well, it's just one, you know, it's just 10 minutes. It's just five minutes. It's just, you know, it's easy to slip back into that, um, especially when you're doing good. So then we're, so then, you know, I mean, in the back of our minds, we're still like, you, you, I'm sure you've gone and check, check gray portal. I and, have not and, checked and you're gray like, portal one time, but I'm sure that you'd be like, mm, I wonder how he's doing. Still wondering. No, no, you're cured. I'm cured because he's, he's you're giving me information. You have up. changed who you are now. Yeah. Because I, I see it. him. And you've changed because who is this guy? Like you didn't even know you don't even know how to log into Grade Portal. I still don't know how to log into Grade Portal. <laughs> See? No, I okay. So I'm not worried about like I'm not worried about his his education. I don't think he's going to go there and waste his education. I'm worried about the real world. Oh, I'm not. He's got four years still. How many mornings do you wake him up, percentage wise? Um, a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Real that's life. because he knows that I'm here to wake him up. I wake you up too. <laughs> I feel like this is a hit piece on Asa. I'm just saying. I don't. I didn't know where this was going. I feel like I was like. We have discussed this in length. I, but we're not on the same page with this. I guess that's good because it kind of shows that we're way different in this. We don't agree on everything and this is one of them. I feel like Isaiah is doing amazing and You're he's going to oh, do, I, I do 100 too. he's going to do awesome and he's going to be a typical 18 year old out on his own and he's going to figure life out. The kid went to El Salvador. I think he can handle college life. I mean, come on. When he's put in this situation, he excels. So you don't think he will ever fail? No, I do. Okay. This is kind of this is the direction of it all. All right. When that happens and it be a big one, you know, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's never really a big one, you know, but if it's a big enough one, 
Then I'll take an airplane to <laughs> I knew. his college. No, what I meant, like, how is he going to handle that? Because we haven't prepared him for that. He's oh never gosh. felt that. Right, and you can't. You, no person in their right mind would ever intentionally want their child to feel no, that. No, nobody wants them to. But because we, but because we've like around them all the time, then you know, man, you're like vicious. You're like, yep, burn, burn, baby, burn. That's not like. what I'm saying at all. I don't. We, I don't even know how this podcast went off. The, how it even got started? How do we even like we talk about topics before we just sit down and we don't just shoot from the hip. We didn't talk about this topic in depth. I didn't know where you were going with this. Yeah, so th- there there is a okay, so you don't listen to the same things that I do. You don't you don't consume the same media that no, I do. No, I don't. So there there is a theme, there is an idea, mentality that um that we don't allow our our youth to fail nowadays. We don't allow them to feel failure. To miss a step. So when they do finally go out into the world and actually experience failure, they don't then know how to process it. They don't know how to deal with it. They'll figure it out like we all did. They will. Oh, my gosh. This is why we're so different because I don't stress about things that are in the future. I don't think about that stuff. Like One of us has to think about the future. You can't stress about something that possibly could, maybe. Like You can't stress about that No, it's not possibly could. Everybody fails. Okay. And he maybe at that point he'll have strategic or strategies – that he'll be able to cope with it. Where would he have learned those strategies? College. <laughs> they, I mean, he ate ramen noodles for the first time three years ago, Asa. I know. We're He's doing something. Set for disaster. <laughs> we are doing something. It came up on my time up. Oh my goodness. You can't stress over that. It's kind super of hard stuff. to have a conversation about something when neither one of you I guess it's I guess it's a conversation. It's differing of opinion. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I, I thought I thought you understood my brain on that one with the whole not allowing him to fail thing. I did not. So for you, when I said we should talk about how we failed our kid by not allowing him to fail, you're like, what was your train of thought then as far as the direction <laughs> of this conversation? Like, like, yeah, but then we'll talk about how everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's college. College is wonderful. He's going to have a letterman jacket and... Girlfriend. Yep. He'll drink a couple beers and then call me. Like, Mom, I'm sorry I drink beer. I'm like, that's okay. You're in college. <laughs> it's like a fairy tale in there, isn't it? Yep. You don't worry at all? No. That's good. I no. guess both of us can't worry. No. I just don't, you know, and, that, and that's my, like, I just don't want. Like, you're getting teary-eyed right now. I am not teary-eyed <laughs> at all. I, d- I don't want to see my, you know, I, d- I don't want to see my kid you know, fail and, and have to cope with that on his own outside of home. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cause we haven't allowed him to do that here. We've always rescued him from everything. And that's just not how life is. You don't have that, that flotation I haven't taken homework to school in like three years. So I'm good on that too. That's, that's got more to do with honesty than anything. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, Cause he ain't going to tell us if he didn't bring his homework. Yeah, I'll know by focus. I used to. Yeah, you find out by focus, but yeah. he ain't going to call you and say, hey, I forgot to, because. He I would think, call me. He would never call you for no, that. No, nope, never. Never. Yeah. 
Ace is the jerk. I'm the I'm good cop, bad cop. Not true. On that kind of stuff, it is so true. On homework. Because yeah. it's his job. School's his job. You know, I, I expect him to do his job. That's it. It's it is a priority. You know, and, and okay, so going back down that road of schools that he's in. So I guess we forgot to mention that when he went on to high school, it was a gifted school IB program, which is the most challenging program in the country. Mm-hmm. Okay. So international baccalaureate program. And uh Hardest was not on board at all. No. No. I was concerned, okay. I was concerned that with his lack of interest in seventh and seventh and eighth grade, lack of stick to that he would not work hard and that it would cause strife and difficulty throughout his high school career. And here we are, senior year, and he's doing amazing. Gosh, you are just rainbows Asa, and unicorn you're gonna farts. Have, you're going to have issues with kids in any program. He, if he were in regular classes, he wouldn't have wanted to do his homework. How easily you forget. We had three years in high school of just like beating our heads against the wall, trying to get him to, to... I know, but I'm just saying it wouldn't have changed for the program if he were in regular classes. Yeah, I know. He wouldn't same. have done the work in there either. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. like, but, but my whole point was that he chose IB program. Like We're like... Are you sure? And he wanted to do it. Um, I and I, you know, I have all the faith in the. You know, I've told him so many times, like based on your track record, no, you're not gonna, you're not gonna do awesome. And but based I, on my faith like, for you, yep, we we got this. Based on what I know you're capable of, and you know, what I know he can do, yeah, absolutely. I know I know that he can do it. Um. And, and it, you know, I would sit and think, when is this kid going to just kick in high gear? And I feel like he has now. Yeah, he I feel has. like he has. Like, you look back at his grades, like, he's and he's so much happier mm-hmm. now that he's uh, he's actually doing it. And know? when we talk about grades, guys, he had, like, C's. Like, a, like, two C's. It has not been, like, he hasn't failed. No, he's never failed. No. By the end of the grading period. Right. I, I mean, I don't want to, like, you know, downplay the struggle. You know what I mean? No, I said, I mean, I think it would be a struggle because I hear parents of kids that are on the regular track struggle. Yeah. So I know it would be a struggle no matter what. It's kind of a teenage thing. That's, I mean, it's every teenager for yeah. the most part. Yeah, I know. I know. Maybe we need to have notes before each podcast. <laughs> just that moment of silence for those of you listening. We're just staring at each other. Like, how are we even married? <laughs> oh. I think this is why we're a good team at parenting. Though. I wish we could edit this. <laughs> why? <laughs> so I can say something. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. Tell me after. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> so we were just on a different, totally different page on this one, huh? Yep. Okay. Well, that happens. It does. Um, do we ever fight? Yeah. yeah. From AM to PM. Do we ever? <laughs> <laughs> do we ever disagree? Often. Often. We are very yeah. different people. Very, very different people. So somebody asked me a question today on Instagram if we have ever, um, before I get to that, Isaiah is doing fantastic. And it's one of those things like we always knew he would, 
Mm-hmm. It was just a matter of when. Um, it's his time now, I feel like. Yeah. And, uh, okay, I said it wouldn't be advice. If I have any advice for parents. Listen to the mom. <laughs> allow failures. Little ones. Little failures. Yeah, little it, ones. I couldn't, I, like, I wouldn't ones. be able to handle it and to, like, handle, That's what you know I'm what I mean? Saying, like, like, allow him to, like, fail a grade or something. I... I wouldn't be able to do that. Right. It, but that's what you're like. We didn't I would like to know to if fail. you guys like would be like, if that's something like, well, sorry about your luck. <laughs> Learn from that one. Like, got no, him. No, <laughs> no judgment. I just, I'm genuinely interested in like what your, what your ideas on, on fa- like, do you drive across school to deliver, you know, drive across town to deliver homework? I think you're going to be shocked at how many people actually do. Oh, no. I'm, so I wouldn't be shocked have, at all, babe. That's that's how that's how this gen- generation of parenting is. I have friends that have a rule that they will only go, um, I think it's once every nine weeks or something. So the kids have to decide, is this the assignment that they want their ch- their parent to drive across town for? Well, that's just good parenting because that forces the kid to do math because they're looking at percentages <laughs> of the grade that the assignments were. Yep. So, yep, I thought that was a that's really good. good that's one. just good parenting. Um, somebody asked if, if uh, you know, as far as divorce rate and stuff like that, and 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 I don't know the real statistics on divorce rate for special needs parents, but the do- divorce rate in the country in general, right? It's it's pretty high. Yeah. And someone had asked, like, you know, how we keep on keeping on despite challenges and stuff like that. How do we? I mean what's your I mean what would be at your At the end of the day I love him. I mean obviously we've been married for for nearly 19 years now. Yeah. So I mean that's, you know, she's stuck. I got her. But even even, you know, 10 years ago, say, right? Like how how did we keep on keeping on? Yeah, at the beginning I was like, "Oh no." Really? Yeah. I was like, this is not what I signed up for. For real? Yep. Huh. Like, how how far into the beginning? Like, when you were underway, and I'm, like, sitting at home with nobody in a So you Jeep, just missed me. In a Jeep backseat. Oh, no. In a Jeep backseat. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is not what I signed up for. So our living room, uh, when Priscilla moved in to it after we got married, uh, we had a... TV, an old CRT TV sitting on top of a milk crate, and the back seat out of my Jeep Wrangler was the couch. And I was a princess growing up. <laughs> Never allowed to fail. Yep. Um, I failed then. <laughs> wow. I'm just Good kidding. Lord. My this, mom's like, yep, there you this go. This <laughs> podcast may never get aired. Um, you know, your mom let you fail that time, huh? <laughs> just kidding. Oh, Jeez. I love you. No, but seriously, I mean, it hasn't always been amazing, right? Like, we've had issues. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like, we work better together as a team. Yeah. Um, you know, we do the 50-50 married thing, which is kind of, I don't know. I think our, as far our as generation. Parenting and everything. Everything, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, and I don't know. Is that like our generation thing? You think? I think most of the people we grew up with, that's kind of how their marriages are. Where our parents were all like, the wife takes care of the husband. Yeah. I remember when we first got married and your stepmom said, (laughs) (laughs) I can't even say this without laughing. She's like, so I'm going to fix Ace's dad a sandwich. Do you want to fix Ace a one? 
And I was like, did he say he was hungry? <laughs> She's like, no, that's what you do. Like she was giving me marriage advice. And I was like, oh, you haven't met Candace, huh? <laughs> Which is my mom. I'm like, that's not how we roll. <laughs> if he's hungry, he can. I mean, obviously, if I'm making something, guys, I will um, assume that Asa wants something. Like now we go to a restaurant and I can pretty much order for him. If I go out, I'm going to automatically get him something. But when we were first married, I was like, yeah, no. What? There are, you know, we take care of each other, though. We do. He um, brings me coffee. I bring him coffee. Like it's 50-50. Yeah, we take care of each other. But it was just funny that. because she is like old-fashioned, oh, traditional. Yeah. Like, yep. like, So is my mom. Yeah. My mom's old fashioned, traditional, like, you know. Now, my mom's gotten more like that the older she's gotten. Yeah. She takes care of my stepdad. Yeah. Um, but we had a family over. And but before that, he took care of her. Yeah. Yeah. But we had a family over, and I said, come on, guys, come get dinner. And the wife was like, oh, no, he, he doesn't. He's spoiled. I'm like, oh, you're one of, the, you're a good wife. <laughs> you're one of those. <laughs> and she, like, took his plate to him. Oh. I was like. Don't let Aces see that. <laughs> but it just, you know, every marriage is different, and this is how ours works, and we give and take, um, and we have our roles, and that's just, you know, some of us are better at things than others. I was an only child, so I'm not as, it, the kid thing didn't come as natural to me as it did for Asa. As in when the doctor handed Isaiah <laughs> to Priscilla, she started crying. And I was like, what do I do with it? Partially out of joy. Partially out of because she didn't know what to do with this little <laughs> thing in her arms. Yeah. And I was like, he doesn't like me. He just keeps crying. And I, I said, I'll take him. Just let him fail. He'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so as far as divorce, though, like it was never, um, I, mean, and I don't want to say never. There was a certain point in our marriage that we got to where we were like, where divorce was not in our vocabulary. It was just not an option. We never viewed it as an option. It wasn't even a discussion that we had to have. We both come from divorced families. Um, you know, like, I I don't know. I, I can't imagine, like, not being with you. It's, oh yeah. it's weird. It's weird, right? And people nowadays, I don't want to have to date anyone. I think I'd be single forever. Have you seen TikTok? Those people are oh. crazy. <laughs> they are cray-cray with the stuff that they do these days. Yeah. Like if some, so we've had this conversation before. Like if something, God forbid, ever happened to you, Asa says he would. Life. Yeah, that's what he says. But I think, babe, would, do you know how much crap you put up with? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. No, no I'm like seriously. Section. Think about it, okay? <laughs> the comment section. Yeah. The comment section knows how much crap I put up with too. <laughs> wow. Uh, Instagram does too. Somebody posted today. How do you put up with Asa with a winky face? Um, he's really an amazing guy, y'all. Yeah, but there's some stuff that it's like only you would put up with. Yeah. It's been, you know. Yeah. I would be single forever. <laughs> and that's fine. It only happens one time. So, right? It's true. Right? You're only going to find one uh, one guy like this? Yep. Thank you. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, me worried. <laughs> hey, Maverick, can you back up? So he lays right behind me, so I can't even move my chair. <laughs> He's back up here. Maverick, we never let you fail either. Nope. Ever. He's my boy. <laughs> Would you let Abby fail? 
Uh, well, okay, so it's funny. That was going to kind of be part of the topic as well, um, the difference in parenting between two kids, regardless of autism, right? The difference in parenting between two kids. But because of autism and the skills that Abby has to learn, yeah. we allow her to fail. Well, but sometimes the non-autism related, right? Yeah, airless learning, but with with the non-autism related things, no, absolutely not. And like she if she's learning a life skill, that's what I'm saying. If she's learning a life skill, because this is, you know, I'm I will allow her to to fail in order to learn. But outside of that, never. I would never let her fail. Like I. That's such a double standard. It is. Yeah. One hundred percent. See, and he's my boy, so yeah, that's that that makes the whole the like it does. Then. I think it does make a lot of the difference. You know, the whole like daddy's look, like everybody's like, oh, she's so oh, she is, she has me so wrapped. I have no, I have no problem with that. Like that's just how it is. And Isaiah and I have the best relationship. You could have given her ten cookies, and if she comes up to me and asks for a cookie, I'm gonna say no, and then she's gonna smile, and then I'm gonna say yes. Like that's just how it is. Everybody knows that. It's fine. It's not that big of a deal. It's not a parenting fail. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so apparently we haven't failed our kids, so ignore the title of this podcast. Isaiah's going to do fantastic. Nothing bad's ever going to happen. Yep. You ever seen Varsity Blues, like the end of it, when everything is good and great and wonderful? That's, That's pretty much Isaiah's life, according to Priscilla. So nothing bad's ever going to happen. Ever. He'll have my cell phone forever. And even if it does, you'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> We'll never get divorced. We'll be married forever because I'm too annoying for anyone else. I'm just trying to summarize this podcast for everyone so that you can uh, skip right to the end. And I'm joking. It's fine. You can take shots at me every once in a while. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. That was a fun one, actually. It was, it was a lot of fun. I laughed a lot. My I cheeks think, hurt. I think your face is like she's not on board. With yeah, I saying. I a thought of times we knew. You were like, yeah. I felt like I was getting the look. No, not the look. I was just like, huh? It's like, I thought we both, uh, I guess not. Okay, I let's don't fail at anything. I wonder, what, <laughs> I wonder what next week's going to bring. Who knows? I don't know. I plan for these things, but it doesn't seem to matter. Hopefully, it's something that we can agree on. Who knows? We'll if see. Not, it's okay. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Have a great week. See you next time. <laughs>